Good afternoon and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. Well, it is a really great pleasure to have an opportunity to come to you today on this beautiful, magnificent Friday. It is absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's amazing by me today. I mean, I can, it's a summer afternoon. It's a summer day, really. It is absolutely beautiful. So wherever you are today, I hope you are having a magnificent day and I could tell you what, it's a great introduction to our weekend, isn't it though? Woohoo! So, whatever you're doing tonight, I tell you what, uh, make the reservations, call your partner, call up your date, show up, you know, be with your family, do something magnificent today after work today. It is amazing. Really is. So what I, what am I going to do today on this special Friday? Did you know that it was World Sleep Day? Did you sleep in today? <laughs> did you know about it? Or did you just hear about it this morning? Or did you not hear about it at all? <laughs> right? It's World Sleep Day. So what does that mean? For most of us, it means oh, I'm going to. It doesn't mean that you have to be late for work. It just means maybe you just slept in a little bit longer this morning. It's Friday and it's comfortable and you have your partner next to you. It's a great day for snuggling, yes? Or maybe some of you had the pleasure of saying, you know what, calling in your office and saying, I'll be in an hour or two a little later if you don't mind. It's real sleep day. (laughs) How many of you can get away with that, just calling up your office and saying it's real sleep day? I'm not coming in till noon. <laughs> How many could do that? Yes? I love to know. I know no one's ever going to tell me, but I, I would be really curious to know how many of you can do that. What am I going to do today on this beautiful Friday afternoon? I want to take care of some dilemmas. That's what I, that's what I, I want to do today. I want to take care and be the solution queen today, the saving and salvage solution queen on this beautiful Friday afternoon. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back in a moment with What Do I Do? Back in a moment. And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. I am doing a segment today of What Do I Do? <laughs> what Do I Do? And, and, and uh, just so you know, if you have a dilemma maybe just a question or or concern and you want to get in touch with me and you just want some advice right because you want to keep it under your hat type of thing you can reach out to me on my social media and you can also reach out to me right here on spotify because there is a message box right there if you have a question or anything you just want to stop in and say hi you know you can do that i'm going to get on down with it what do i do my first question is help (laughs) what do i do what do i do about a wife that is no longer intimately interested in me ouch (laughs) i'm really going through something here i've tried everything i've tried romance i sweet talk i'm kind i'm loving but i've noticed and i've come to the realization that our bedroom is now for sleeping only. It's a very nice bedroom. (laughs) It's very nice. We live in a very beautiful home and there's just nothing going on there. (laughs) Nothing at all going on there. We have three children. 
Okay, we have three uh, somewhat almost in their teens, right? They're, they're, they're young still, but they're almost in their teens. So we, we've been around for a bit, but I'm still interested. <laughs> I haven't become bored with her. I look at her and I still believe that she's still the most beautiful woman that I have ever seen. I still want to be with her. I want to hold her and I want to do all those things. And anytime I initiate, she just really just always finds something to do. She is the busiest woman I've ever known. <laughs> she really is. And it always seems like, you know, when, when I got something going on or, or there's some romance or some time there, you know, she's got work, she's got laundry, she's got dishes. Oh, quick, let me go to the kids. Let me, you know, we are a very busy household. Three kids, busy household, big family, a lot of things going on. But no one is that busy. You know, if we were that busy at the beginning, onset of our marriage, there would be no kids, right? There'd be no children. <laughs> it couldn't have happened. But yet we have this beautiful family, and I'm a very, very happy man, but this part of my life has gone dormant. It's completely missing. It's off the radar, and I don't even see any signs of it. There's no sign of it at all whatsoever. I need your advice because this has led to some cold shoulders. Sometimes I've been guilty of sort of, I haven't gotten angry with her, but I, you know, what do you do? You know, you just kind of walk away, you know, with, with, with your heart in pieces, you know, because when I'm starting to wonder, Within the time that we've been together, we've been together for almost 15 years. Has she fallen out of love with me? Okay, I didn't know it. She seems okay. I think she likes me still. Okay, I'm like I'm a likable man. And I think I'm still an attractive man. I do. I, th I think I'm attractive. Um, but, there's not, but there's no interest, you know. And it, it has been almost two years. I mean, that, I mean, I, if I go in and tell a therapist this, you know, they'll think I'm absolutely crazy. They'll be like, well, where were you six, where were you six months into this or three months into this when you started having issues that I've never said anything? You know, it's a very difficult thing for me to talk about. You know, it's hurt my manhood because I'm wondering, you know, where, where have I gone wrong with her? And I need to choose the conversation to have with her because We've had a little bit of falling outs in the past about, you know, she says she's busy and I need to understand. Okay, I haven't moved out of our bedroom and I've been loyal. I've been faithful. I have been. I have not gone to even look for anything else. You know, I'm, I'm never in a place where I do not belong, where trouble, where trouble can knock on our door. I'm never there. Okay, so I don't even allow the opportunity or temptation to occur. It's, it's not happening. And, and I don't want to. But I really want to know what to do here because I have to fix this. I mean, it can't be good for her either. You know, it can't be good for her either. So uh, help me choose the kind of conversation because we've had a little bickering and, and, and not arguing, but bickering back and forth about, well, come on, we're adults here. What's happening? And she just won't have the conversation with me. She keeps putting me off. 
So help me, help me, what do I do? That is, uh, it's, you know, these, these relationship questions are so common, you know. Uh, I want you to know, it's sometimes when we, we're having these sort of dilemmas in our relationship, I want you to know, you know, there's a lot of people that go through this similar type of situation. <laughs> there are, a lot of people go through this. And, and, it's, it, and it's, it's very quiet because here's what happens to us. Because it, you said it, it's affecting your manhood. Yeah, because you're starting to wonder, well, what's happening here? <laughs> you know, I know it's... You know, it's, I'm not the same. None of us stay the same as, as the first time, you know, uh, we meet. But come on, I agree. You know, everybody ages, yes? You know, so I understand uh, about that. But people stay very quiet on it because it's so intimate. And I think sometimes shame associated with it. There's embarrassment. We feel uh, that that kind of rejection is a really big is 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 a really big uh, sort of dilemma to have to kind of muddle through, if you will. You're, we're trying to get through it, you know, because we really don't want to have the conversation. So I I want to say to you, you know, thank you for bringing that conversation because that's on a lot of people's minds today, really. And you know what? They sit there and they let it go, and then somebody goes and files. Okay, somebody goes and files. Okay. And then the other partner saying, well, what's wrong? Well, I mean, come on, we haven't been in the same bed and, and intimately for, for how long? And, and that's usually what, that's what happens a lot. There's a lot of couples that stand up and say, you know what, we're not intimate anymore. But you know what, a lot of couples don't even handle it. They just file. And they say, you know, it's broken here. So I'm really happy that you're saying it's not broken. And I'm really happy that whatever's happening you want a remedy to it. You want a solution. You want to help fix it. You want to help put it back together. You want to know what's happening. You absolutely need to have the right conversation. I couldn't agree with you more. You're right. It's a sensitive topic because one wrong word turns somewhere. Uh, somebody's insulted, right? Because it's intimate, right? This is where counselors and great therapists and relationship people like me really come in uh, really good because you're able to sit there and without anyone feeling like they're wrong and that person is able to kind of hear your stories, hear what's happening and sort of sit back and piece it all together so that you can come together, okay? I would have loved it if both of you would have come to me with this with this issue and that it's not her out there and it's just you. But um, let, me, let me give you the best advice that I have. And you're always welcome to come to me as a couple. The number one thing, uh, obviously, is being able to sit down with her at a time that she's available, okay? I don't mean intimate-wise. I mean for conversation. One of the things you said to me is that she's never available. She puts you off. She's all, she's she's a, she's a very busy lady. Yes. I wanted. I want you to make sure that she's available to you so that this can happen. That's the first thing. She's not available. Okay. And with her not being available, the conversation's really not going to ever happen. And it's not going to happen to the degree that you deserve and that she deserves and that the relationship is owed. Okay, It's never going to happen. 
I want you to uh, talk to her this weekend and say, um, I want to talk to you about us. And, and very sweetly, not, you know, not that she's in alarm that you're filing divorce papers on her, okay? Uh, I want you to be very kind, very sweet. Uh, you know, maybe after dinner, if you guys wash dishes together, whatever you do. Uh, I want you to get together with her on some sort of chore that she's doing this weekend and kind of nestle up to her and help her make it a team. And while you're doing whatever it is you're doing, this right, it's a great gardening weekend. I don't know if you guys garden, but it's a great gardening weekend. While you're out gardening or whatever it is that you're doing this weekend, I want you to nestle up to her and say, I want to talk about us tonight. Okay, just us. Okay. And um, you you can accept no, knowing ahead of time what her schedule is. No is, is unacceptable. Okay. Uh, we need to have a conversation about us. Okay, it's about it's about the intimate part of us. I can't have it in front of the kids. Okay, it's just got to be you and I. And it's 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 about me. It's about you. It's about us. And that's it. Open it up just like that, so that she doesn't feel pressured or stressed. Sometimes these conversations are very difficult because a lot of accusations are sort of thrown around emotionally, <laughs> right? Because we, we, we feel like we're being denied. You know, there's an entitlement that, that goes along with, you know, wait a minute, I, you know, I got married for this. You know what I mean? Because this was supposed to be easy for me, right? It was supposed to be convenient, safe and secure, fun loving and everlasting okay i sign a huge part of my life over to you okay this conversation has to happen okay because there is a uh, uh, an accountability to the relationship and there's and, and there's thing this thing called respect you just got to respect you enough to sit down and talk to you whatever it is okay but whatever it is you, the both of you need to deal with it together together lovingly and sometimes these conversations don't go well because somebody gets slam dunked, okay? You know, somebody gets slam dunked. And sometimes we get slam dunked to the point where we go and have affairs, okay? And then the partner comes back, well, you weren't available. What'd you expect me to do, right? I'm only human, right? You know, so these, this uh, sort of intimacy issue really can go down some very bad streets. I'm really happy to hear that you really love your wife that much. But you know what? There's a lot of relationships where they love their partners that much and, and they, you know, are, are, are tempted and, you know, and I got to make this work for me. <laughs> I mean, I can't live without it. Okay. And, and one thing leads to the other and to the other. And all of a sudden you have this big mess of a lot of people that you're loyal, that you're faithful, and the fact that you say you really, truly love her. And there's no way you would ever uh, go to an outside party if you didn't. You really love her. You really want this to work. I want you to say those things in this conversation. I really love you, okay? I want you to know I, I haven't been looking, and I don't, and I'm a very smart man. I don't put myself in the position 
of temptation because anybody could be tempted sometimes, especially when the, the relationship is not fully pieced together in 100%. That's when temptation, you know, sort of walks in, crawls in, really. Uh, you know, so it, ma- it makes it a lot easier for us to turn our head and, and, and maybe get interested. But you can say those things to her. I'm not interested in anyone else. Okay, this is about you and me. Okay, and you could tell her, you know, quite honestly, all the things uh, that that uh, you love about her. It doesn't have to be about the sexual thing. This moment. Okay, right now I want you to open it up with just who this woman is to you, how you care about her. Okay. I want her to feel that emotion first, okay? I don't want you going for the intimate uh, activity as the first go-to. I don't want you going there, okay? First, I want you to build this thing up. I want you to have some perimeters of love around it, okay? Because that's that's all I hear with this question. I want perimeters of love. I want her to feel embraced by, by who you are. And what your your relationship represents, I want it to be so much bigger than what you want here and what you both you know should be having. Okay, that's how I want you to present it. Okay, it's going to be gift wrapped beautifully. Yes, gift wrapped it beautifully, and then I want you to say, you know, I miss the intimate part of us. Okay, I want to get back to that. I don't know how we lost it. It's very important that you don't cast out blame, accusations. You know, I'm all, you know, here's where couples go drastically wrong. Sometimes I have to give these examples so we can hear it. Every time I go to you, you're busy. You're never available. Okay. You turn me off. Okay. And I'm tired of it. And I'm a man and I, and I need it. And I'm human. And I'm, you know, I don't want to have to look anywhere else. This is my home, damn. And I married you. This is, and they start going on this tangent. Okay. They just start going off on it. Okay. This whole laundry list of demands and needs and, and, and it doesn't come out good. (laughs) It doesn't come out nice. Okay. And, and then the partner comes back and the woman's like, well, you know, I'm a mother. I'm this, I'm working with you. Then she throws off her list. Damn it. I'm busy. I do a million things around here. Okay. I'm always clean. You know, it, it, we react to that, to, to that action. We react to it and we, we, we react to it in a terrible way. All right. Then it becomes an argument. All right. It becomes an argument. Something so beautiful as being intimate with someone you love is now a fight. Can you believe it? It's a fight. Isn't that awful? Okay, that's awful, isn't it? So this is why I want you to be very careful. I want you to really choose your words wisely. And I want you to use the words that you truly feel. And if you're not ready this weekend, don't do it this weekend. I don't want this to be uh, a sort of hit and run conversation. Okay. I want this to, to, to be thought out just like you, you reached out to me. I want you to think about your words, what you're going to say, how you're going to present it. Okay. 
And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. So I, let me go back into the, the, the question that I'm addressing right now. I'm talking and responding to a man, uh, and he has not had intimate relations with his wife for almost two years. He's been married for almost 15. They have three children, you know, I guess preteens. And he's a very frustrated man, okay? But he is very concerned about presenting the conversation uh, correctly, you know, so that there's no bickering and no hard feelings and all those things, okay? So let me, I've already, I'm in the middle of, of, of responding to his question and I'm going to, to wrap it up. So what I was saying is it's, I like, I really like what I'm hearing out of you. So, you know, you're, you're on the right track, buddy. You really are. You're on the right track. So embracing it with love, gift wrap it. The presentation is everything here. It's just like when we're, like, like you said, you're romantic and you're just not, you know, going for the old, you know, wham, bam thing, or, you know, I only got a few minutes, you know, I want to, you know, could you, could you get down with a quickie right now? Do we have time? You know what I mean? So you're telling me that you're setting up the whole romance thing and all that good stuff. And that's great. I love it. I love it. So it sounds like you're doing the right thing. Okay. You're not out looking. You're not using this as an excuse to even get on that trail. I love it. Okay. You have any, do you, do you, do you have uh, any brothers or anything, you know, <laughs> that's usually what a lot of women would ask you. Yes. They want to know where can we get and find more men like you? Yes. <laughs> You're doing something right, buddy. All right. So, um, let's get back into it. So, you know, present it correctly. And, um, you, you want to really know that, uh, this is a conversation that's going to open a lot of things up and I really want you to prepare for that okay so when you do say to her I want to talk to you make sure that there's a window of time here's the other thing because I just want to preface this 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 is very important the fact that she's always running away and saying and a lot of excuses she's busy and all this and that you got to make sure that that when she become that she is available and that that window of time is free for her. In other words, make sure that the di- I want you to think ahead of time. Do the dishes, okay? Have the kids help you, all right? Get, get in on this with the kids. Make sure all the laundry's done. Make sure there's nothing for her to do so that she gets to run away and do them, okay? All right? So I want you to really think about what she normally does on the day that you're going to sit down with her and then clear it all out. Make sure that she's got nothing done. The floors, everything is spotless, whatever she does. Okay, so I want you to intrude in on her routine and I want you to do some heavy lifting that day. All right? Because here's, here, here's, here's the, the issue is that she'll be running away in the middle of the conversation or looking at her watch or antsy. I want her, I want you to have her undivided attention. That, <coughs> pardon me. I want you to have her undivided attention. 
That means eyeballs, everything's on you, not pacing the floor, not jumping up and getting anything, okay? Not looking at her phone, the watch, the time, the clock, nothing. I want her to completely be immersed and engaged fully in this conversation. This is very important. And I want you to preface that to her. It's a very important talk I want to have with you. It's about us. It's important that I have your time. The time is for us. I just, I'm just asking you and be very graceful about it, okay? I went into some examples of where we make our mistakes. Accusatory. You know, I'm always available, you know, and you go tit for tat. And you know what? Both partners walk away uh, re- really angry with each other. And, and it's about love. It makes no sense, okay? It's, it's a very self-defeating conversation. Make sure that doesn't happen. Okay, so if she is at you that way, I want you to completely diffuse it, okay? If she says, well, you know, and if she's snappy or whatever, I want you to be the, the really big person here and diffuse it and just be quiet, okay? Just, you know, what do you want, you know, me to do? So I want you to talk to her about that and the relationship that you're very trying. And then I want you to go down another road. You know, present it. You're, you're very loving. You love her, and, and, and everything is great. You're very devoted to her. And then I want you to go down another road and tell her very honestly how attractive you are to her. How it's you know, how attractive. Not just that we're beautiful, because we're, we'll always be beautiful to somebody. Yes, that's true. No matter what we look like, we're going to be beautiful to somebody, men and women, okay? So it's it's not even about, you know, how beautiful you are. It's about, in this conversation, how attracted you are to her, okay? How attracted you are, okay? I want her to hear that from you, okay? And with her not in on this, on this talk, I don't know what the conversations have been because you really didn't get into any details on, on, on where the conversation goes when you have had it in the past. Uh, but, you know, let her know that you're very attracted to her and you want to work on it. You want to work on it. Small snaps, okay? Here's where we make our mistake is where we, we just want to nosedive into this thing. You can't because it's been a long time, okay? And the fact that she's running away is, is, is something's going on, that she's running. Now, I really want you to be very careful here. Is there something that I should know about? I want you to, I do want you to ask that question, okay? There could be a hormonal issue. She could be having issues with her hormones, okay? Make sure that medically that she's healthy, okay? Take a look on her calendar, or maybe you guys already know it, and you know it right now. When's the last time she's had health checkups, okay? Make sure she's feeling good everywhere, okay? And when I mean everywhere, I just don't mean physically. What's happening with her mind right now? She's very, very busy. She's got a lot of kids. She's got you. You didn't say whether she has a full-time job or if she's got a job and how stressful it is. Mentally, uh, stress can really do a number on us. Okay, really, it can. It can just really do a number of stress. 
Stress can do a number on the hormones where we're just not interested. You know what I mean? We got so much on our mind. It's like, oh, you know, do I really have time for that? Right? And that's where she's at right now. But I want you to be able to rule out the, 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 the things of great concern uh, for your wife. And that's any medical issues. And I want you to make sure that she's okay. All right? And I want you to ask her, when's the last time you had a checkup? If you don't know it, okay? Everywhere, a checkup, health-wise, physically, physicals, and, and her uh, GYN appointments, okay? I want you to know, okay? And make sure she's good, okay? I want you to say to her, I want to try. That's what's really important. And uh, when you're asking her these questions, really give her ample time to respond, Okay, listen to what she says. Okay, be empathetic and really be understanding because it sounds like you're an amazing man, like you're really understanding. Okay, so keep that up. Be very understanding so that she can see it and that she can hear it and that she can feel the comfort with no guilt. And that's very hard to do in these conversations because where we make our mistakes with couples is we feel so denied and entitled that we make each other wrong. We do. We make each other wrong. Okay. I was available. You weren't there. You know, I'm out now. I'm going out. I'm looking. You know, so we, we, you know, we start slam dunking people at the wrong times when we really should be getting closer with them and trying to work out our issues. Okay. Uh, it's not the time, it's, you know, to slam dunker, you know, so you'd be very empathetic, understanding. I'm here for you, but what I really want you to know is that I really want to try. And then ask her permission. Okay. And she's going to be like, wow. Ask her permission to try. In other words, just don't come up on her. Okay. Ask her permission. Can we try? Little at a time. Can we try little at a time? What, is that? what does that represent? Sitting down, getting her so unbusy so that this woman can unwind and sit down for a moment. Okay. If the kids are busy, they're in bed, that you guys can unwind. I don't know if you drink wine or I don't know how she unwinds. Okay. Unwind her. Okay. There's a lot of things you can start doing uh, because one of the things that I want to hear that you're doing is I want you to come together. You did that. When, when people are not in front of me, I don't know what you're doing together. Like, are you just living together and, and living two separate lives? I want you to start doing things together. That brings people together. Go out, take walks together. If you're athletic, jog together. Okay. Go sign up to a health membership together okay not her going at a separate time no I, this is about togetherness right now I want you two to take up some couple things okay a lot of times we have our children and it becomes just a family and, and we forget about us right I want you to do some couple things if you can if it's convenient if you have someone in your family that's trustworthy that can watch your children for just a few hours an hour it, just an hour, okay? Mom, only an hour, okay, <laughs> right? Do a couple things. And I want you to start it like that because sometimes when we haven't been intimate for that long, there's something else that's broken off on the relationship. It's not just about sex, okay? It's not. 
It's about something else broke off in the relationship and it feels unnatural now to be intimate with this partner because something else is missing there, that, that the intimacy is not there. Not all the time, but, but a lot of the times. Not all the time, but a lot of the times. Okay, And the first step is to get closer. Okay. And why I, why I believe that could be somewhat true for you is because you have said that she's not available to you. She's always somewhere else doing stuff. Okay. So get closer. That's the first step because as soon as you get closer, you'll be able to reacquaint with each other, who she is and her looking at you differently. Like, wow, when's the last time we just spent time together looking at each other, you know, without, you know, being side by side, washing the dishes and doing some sort of chore. This is just about you and her time, nothing else in the way. And what does that represent? No conversations about the children during that time. Okay, nothing, nothing about work, just who you are and who she is. That's it. Just like when you first got together, you're just talking about yourself, what's happening, and your interest. That's all. I want you two to get closer. This is part of your effort and part of your trying. And you tell her, I want to try. Okay. Come out with come out with me this evening for a walk. Okay. Just, you know, walk around your community. Okay. Get your mother-in-law, your mom over, somebody. Do an hour, two-hour walk around the block, an hour. And start it like that. Okay. When's the last time you watched a movie? Okay. When's the last time you went out to a romantic movie? Just the two of you. Okay. I want it to happen naturally without it being forced. You know, because when we've had that sort of distance between us, just jumping into the bed, it's not going to happen that way for you anyway, you, right? We know that. It's not going to happen that way. And if you, and if you tried to do that, it would, it, would, it would probably turn her off. It's not, going to, it's, it's, it's not going to be successful. Emotionally, you want to turn her back on. Whatever has shut off, some sort of gauge is shut off right, right now. It is. There's something not connecting right now between the two of you. And I want the both of you. And it doesn't mean that it's your fault or her fault. It's just sometimes it gets, we, we get that way. When we're raising a family, we're busy and we're moving 100 miles an hour all the time. Get closer. You'll start connecting more. Okay. And as you connect, you're going to start looking at, at, at each other differently. And she's going to see just well. You know, this man's pretty hot. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fortunate to have this man next to me, yes? Pretty hot guy going on here, yes? Uh, you know, so the get closer, get to know each other the way you are right now, okay? Where you're at in your life right now, get reacquainted, little by little, okay? So that she feels great about the conversation and who you're being to her right now. She won't feel bad. No one will be on a guilt trip. No one's going to get offended. No one's going to be angry. It's going to be a really beautiful talk that you have together. See what, see what comes out of it, which, what she's thinking about. Okay. Get reacquainted and, and introduce her to some things where it's just the two of you doing it together. You said that your kids are in school. You have teenagers. 
Uh, sometimes we don't have sitters. Yes, I understand that. Start taking some time out of your work day. Okay, it's important. Okay, get home for lunch. All right, <laughs> get home for lunch. All right, meet her for lunch at the house, at a restaurant, somewhere. Start meeting in places for 15 minutes, even 20 minutes. Have her come to the office to meet you somewhere around. Have coffee at three o'clock. You know how sometimes uh, in one of my offices we used to do. We used to do these breaks throughout the day, and we and we was known for it. And we would go out and we would have coffee. And it was part of our energizing thing that we would go out and take a little break and have something to eat, and then we could go back to the office and put in another two, three hours before the end of the day. I want you to do that with each other. Do fifteen, twenty minutes throughout the day. Can you meet me? Your kids are in school all day. Uh, see if she can arrange her day and you can arrange yours. Start setting these things up. Just 15, 20 minutes having a cup of coffee together. Just talking about you, nothing else. How you doing today? Good, you? How's your day? You just start talking. And I want you to connect as friends. Friendship. Friendship. Okay? Try that first. Go that way. I think that's a very successful road waiting for you. We get very busy. We get very um, harried. Uh, and we start to feel a lot of stress. And some people and partnerships really just want to be perfect at everything, right? We're trying to take on and we take on so much stuff that we're doing. And it never feels like, like uh, our projects are in completion. See if you can pull away from some of this stuff. If it, if it is at all possible, here's another question to ask you. Does she need any help with all the stuff that she's dealing with? Okay. Does she need an extra hand or two to help her? Okay. Th- th- those are things you're going to know and those are things that you should ask her. I want you to preface this as I want to help. And that's a whole different conversation than accusing someone I haven't had sex for, you know, God only knows, you know, what kind of partner, what kind of deal is this anyway? You know, so it's a very big difference on when you go in like that versus how you're going to present this thing. I want to help. Not I want to help you. I want to help. Okay, I want to help us. I love us. I love us. We look good, don't we? We look good together. I want to keep it that way, yes? Crack a few jokes, okay? Insert some funny things, okay? Lighten it up, and, 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 and it's, going to go, it's going to go great for you. That's all I got for you. I think that's the best road to, to, to go, and I wish you all the best. I'll be back in a moment. I'm going to take a break, with, and I'll be back with my next question. And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. It is a real pleasure. It's a real pleasure (laughs) to have an opportunity to come to you this afternoon. It is so beautiful by me. I hope you're doing something romantic this evening. Really, something romantic, something fun, something that brings your family outdoors for a little while this evening. It's so beautiful, (laughs) right? Spring is here, people, right? Spring is here. The flowers are starting. Ooh, the flowers are blooming. So what's blooming right now? The daffodils are, are, are blooming. Yes? 
Maybe some of you have some really pretty ones. I saw them in the market today. Uh, but uh, all, all sorts of stuff's coming up. I see a lot of stuff coming up. But anyway, uh, I hope um, it's beautiful at, uh, wherever you are today. I hope it's just as beautiful as it is with me, by me. Let me get on down with the last question of the day of what do I do? <laughs> Help. <laughs> what do I do? Yay, yay, yay. So my class reunion is coming up. It's only a month away. I've been in touch with some classmates. We've been chatting and all this and that. We're very excited. And we decided so that it can just really feel like old school. We decided not to bring our spouses this time. I've had one class reunion already. And it was with the spouses. And, you know, it's, it's, it's good. And now we know who we are, but it wasn't as fun as it could be without all the partners there. Because you really, you really can't, you know, really converse without making people feel left out and all that. So it became like a party, but it wasn't a party for us. So we decided we really didn't want to do that again. We decided no spouses this time. All right? We said absolutely not. No one has agreed. I mean, everyone has agreed not to bring their spouses this time. When I mentioned this to my husband, he hit the ceiling. He said, I'm attending anyway. I'm your husband, damn it. No way am I going to have all those guys thinking that you're available. He said, are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? He said, that's what's happening lately. That's trending. People go on Facebook, and before you know it, you're in divorce court. He said, I'm not having that. I'm just not going to do it. He says, why don't... And, and then he insists that I don't want him there, and that's just not the truth. <laughs> it's not the truth. He would have been able to come if we all decided, but we all decided that the spouses are not going to be there this time. I went on to explain to him how awkward it's going to feel that he's the only spouse that's there and how uncomfortable that's going to make me feel. And he said he didn't care. That's their business. That's their preference. If they're not in partners with their, with their spouses, that's their business. And he said it might even be their problems. You know, he says, so the fact that they're not together, now I have to take the back seat. He said, I'm not doing it. I'm going or no one's going. So he gave me an ultimatum. Yikes. He gave me an ultimatum. Okay. This led to a huge fight with us. We're both angry. You know, obviously, we've been married for a very long time. And, you know, obviously, we have to, you know, contend with each other. But... We're unhappy and it hasn't been settled. He is believing that I'm bringing him. I have decided that before I bring him and be the odd man out when we all agreed that I'm just not going to attend. That's where I'm at right now. What do I do? What do I tell these people? And we've been planning this for months. Actually, I think for a year how do I handle it with them? I don't feel like I can move him. He's not budging. 
I owe these people an explanation. And all of a sudden to be a no-show would be a slap in your face. What do I do? Please help. Ay, 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 yes. It's the case of the old jealous spouse. <laughs> you got yourself a handful there, girl. Yes, you do. That's what it is. It's a case of the old jealous spouse. Listen, I am not there to change this man and the fact that I can't be with him. I think I probably could change his mind if I had some sort of audience with him. But since I don't, I'm not so sure. But here's, here's how I want you to play this. I want you to try him one more time. I don't know when the last time you had this conversation, if it was just this week, I don't want you to have the conversation again this week. I want, I want you to wait another seven days and then go back. Okay, let seven days go by. Okay, and then I want you to give him notice. I want to have a talk with you about the, about the class reunion. Okay, make sure he's in a good mood. Both of you are happy and you're ready to talk. I don't want this going down a bad road again. Okay. And I want you to preface that with him. This is not about a, this is not a slam dunking contest. I'm not in a marathon with you who's right, who's wrong. Okay, my marriage is more important than this class reunion. So I want you to preface it with that. But I do need to talk to you about it again. Okay, but I want you to preface it. My marriage is more important than the class reunion. Say that, if that's true. (laughs) If that's true, yes. And let him know that uh, this is not a slam dunking marathon. That is not the way you want this conversation to go, but that you do want his attention again. Okay. But this time you want it to be kind, polite, and respectful. Okay. On both sides of the table. Here's what you're going to say. I want you, and you may have already said this. I don't know, but just make it short and sweet and not some long drug out thing because I'm sure you've done that already. I just wanted to talk to you again because I want you to know that our marriage is more important than the class reunion. But I also think it's fair to let you know how I'm feeling. And this is how I'm feeling. I love these people. I like these people. They're my friends. I don't get to see them that often, or I don't get to see them at all. This is the one time in every 10 years that we really get to talk and that we go off in our own circles and we can kind of reminisce and be kids again, okay? Because that's what these these, these class reunions are. I mean, you know, maybe there's a couple here and there that are looking for the rings and they're looking to, you know, maybe share some delightful moments under the table. But, you know, I don't think most of us go for those reasons. I think most of us attend these things because it is fun. It's fun. It's a reflection of our childhood where we could be a kid again. And and it's a really good feeling. And I tell you what, I think people leave these events feeling really rejuvenated because there's nothing more beautiful than being able to go back to people that know you better than, right? They know you better than anybody that you've met in the last 20 years. These people know you. You know, they know, they've watched you grow. And it's a really neat feeling to be in the same room with those people again. 
right? It's the, that innocence and, and everything is all full-bloomed. It's really a, a remarkable experience. And I really do believe that we get more of an eye view when our partners aren't there. I, and I couldn't agree with you more. I would bring my partner there the, the first time like you all did. But the second time, you all know who you're married to. And you can all get together at other times, right? I think these things are great to, to go alone. But I, I don't see any harm, okay? What you have to get through to your husband is this. This is about trust, yes? It's not about that he's your husband. Of course he's your husband. I'm your wife. I trust you. Okay. I'm trust and I'm trustworthy. Okay. And I want you to in your own words explain to him what this is about. This is and you know for him to say I don't want anyone to to look at you or believe that you're available is not giving you the credit that you deserve and what you've earned already in that marriage. And that is he does not trust you. So he's saying if someone looks at you flirtatious is that you're going to act and react on on, on their moves. So what that says is, you know, I don't trust you, right? Or you're not responsible and accountable. And he's got to give you more credit than that because you're a grown woman. Are you, and are you a career woman? You can go to the grocery store and meet somebody, for heaven's sake, really. You can go up to any place out, outside of your house and meet anybody, anytime, all the time, okay? It doesn't have to be in a class reunion, okay? It doesn't. Okay. So he's, he's got to really look at you as the a woman and the adult that you are, okay, and really give you more credit than that. And I, and I want you to say, I really want you to give me the credit of being loyal, of the credit of loyalty. I really would like you to give me the credit of loyalty and faithfulness. I'm all in it for you. Okay. Uh, and, and, and this is the conversation that you, you need to present to him. Because he's saying, you know, something very chauvinistic, and I and I don't believe he's being fair to you at all. Okay, but it's not my belief or your belief. He's got to see something here. He's got to see it, and that's why I want you to preface it this way. Uh, not a lot of sugar, but I want it to be nice, a nice conversation, polite and respectful. Okay, because this sounds like a worried man to me. Okay, I want you to tell him about the innocence of being able to reflect on your childhood altogether, which is the why all of you decided to do this. That's the only reason. Okay, and I want you to also uh, let go of the leash of responsibility that you have for anybody else who has alternative, you know, questions or motives with this thing. That's not your problem. If somebody, you're not, you're not responsible for everybody that attends this thing. But the people that you have been planning it with, this is what you've been speaking about. And you have to let him that, know that too. I'm not responsible for everyone's motives that attends these reunions. But I am responsible for me. I'm responsible for me, my motives. And this is why I'm going. And this is why this means so much to me, because we only do this every 10 years, or however many years you do it, okay? And the reason why we want to do it this way is because we can kind of 
get together and laugh and reminisce without all of the spouses feeling neglected or ignored that we're really not including them or lost right you ever be you ever go to a party right and and everybody there knows each other like it's a, a a professional thing and everybody there has kind of been cycling together for a while and you're the first one and you're the odd man out and you don't have a clue of what they're all talking about and they're laughing and right and you're the odd man out that's what happens at these reunions sometimes so in order for not to make people feel awkward or uncomfortable you maybe stay away from some of those kinds of conversations, right? Okay. Those are the things you want to explain to him of why. I think when people explain why, it really gets people thinking. Because most people would say, what do you mean? You, you know, you don't own me. I'm going and that's it. And, and then there's an ultimatum and one bad word leads to another. And before you know it, they're, they're divorcing, right? <laughs> It's just that simple and very evil, yes? Very kindly, when you explain why an intelligent, reasonable, sensible human being will hear something and they'll have an understanding, I think that's why a lot of relationships have breakdowns because we're so busy topping each other. What do you mean? And, and standing, you know, for ourselves so strongly that we, we don't give each other enough speaking and, and beautiful explanations of explaining ourselves, okay? Because a lot of us say, oh, I don't have to take an order. You, gave, you just gave me an order. I don't have to take an order from you, you know? Come on. Um, and then it goes down a very nasty road. Explain to him why, why, why this is a very special event for you, why you guys decided to do this, and explain to him what your intentions are. That's it. He cannot hold you responsible, nor can he lay blame on you for foul intentions of other people. And you know what? He's right. Some people do go, that, go there for that. But you know what? Not everybody that goes to a cl- class reunion is going to be buttoned up and happy. <laughs> right? Really? Not everybody that attends a class reunion is buttoned up and happy, okay? Some people do go open-minded. Some people have are still carrying a torch and a, and, a, and a crush on people. Yes, that occurs. That's life, okay? Here's the other half of this. You could get together with any of those people regardless of the class reunion or not. Okay, he's got to grow up a little bit. Don't say that, <laughs> right? Don't say that. Don't say that, all right? That, that could really start, ignite something. Don't say that, right? Give him the why and give it, give it to him in your most charming, articulate, beautiful self, okay? And uh, he will see it and, uh, you know, he can't hold blame to you for what <coughs> other people might be thinking, or what their intentions are, okay? I want you to, this is where we make our mistakes sometimes. I want you to ask him, okay, for his, not for his permission, but I want his blessing, okay? His blessing's important. If you went 
and he's cursing you as you're driving there, you're going to feel like crap, yes? <laughs> Don't we? Have you ever done something your, your partner doesn't want you to do and you feel like crap or you feel belligerent about it? You're like, <laughs> screw them, you know? Heck, you know what the heck they think they're doing here, you know? I want you to get his blessing. It's very different from getting his permission or approval. Get his blessing. I would love it if you felt comfortable with me going. I would love it if you gave your blessing that you're comfortable with me being there. And then I want you to wrap it up and say, this marriage is more important to me than the class reunion. If you're not comfortable, I'm not going to go. Because that is what you said, right? If he's not comfortable, you're not going to go. You decided that. I'm not telling you that. I'm taking your words and I'm, and I'm wrapping it up with that. Okay? But this is after you've explained why and all these things. But I want him to hear this. Okay? That what this is going to lead to. Okay, and he might sit and think about that and feel like crap, like, oh, man, you know, come on, what, what kind of, you know, what kind of man am I to, to, to demand that of her, really? I want you to say that, 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 that I won't go if it makes you very uncomfortable. I, this marriage means more to me than the class reunion. And then I want you to stop. I don't want you to say it's going to break my heart. How could you? It's selfish. You know, you're giving me ultimatums. It's crazy. I'm getting a divorce. No. Okay. If, if indeed this is true, I want you to say the marriage means more to me than this reunion, the class reunion. It means more to me. Okay. And I won't do it if it's going to jeopardize and make you uncomfortable. It's part of the deal. And it is true. It is part of the deal when we marry people. Sometimes we have to negotiate and renegotiate something. Right now, where you're at with him is you're soft-pedaling a negotiation. By giving him more information and giving him a conversation that is friendly. <laughs> it's friendly. It's a friendly conversation. Okay? It's friendly it's kind and it's respectful without throwing anything at him because this is where we go wrong but in relationships you know we start cussing right storming out it's not fair you know what i mean i would never tell you not to go but because you said you had already decided not to go i'm telling you to don't decide not to go without having another conversation with your husband and explaining it to him what it means to you and why. That's what I'm saying to you. I'm saying to you, don't make that decision not to go until you have another conversation. You're soft peddling a negotiation, okay? Because why this is so important, here, here's what I wanna be very clear about right now. This is really, really hot right here. This part that I want to go into is not about the party, the reunion, okay? So it's not about the reunion right now. This is about how your husband feels, okay? I want you to do some work with him. This man is feeling a little threatened. He is, because I'm hearing that. Whether it's jealousy, he's feeling threatened, 
this is much bigger than the reunion that he's giving you an ultimatum that he's got to go and be everywhere with you all the time. I don't know what is happening in your marriage. I don't know if you're spending a lot of time together. I don't know how long you've been together. I need you guys to get closer. That he would feel so um, insecure about the marriage. Your marriage could be perfect and he could still feel insecure. So it's not always that you're doing something or the marriage is crumbling that he feels these emotions. It's not always. It's not always a reflection of what's happening in your relationship. Some people carry that around. And we do all sorts of things to make them feel secure. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know who he is. And I don't know what's happening in your marriage. But it sounds like there's some insecurity issues. And I want you to really take care of that with what you're going to say to him. Okay. These are questions for you with your marriage. You know, how much are you loving on each other? Okay. How much time are you giving each other? Okay. I want you to take a look at your marriage everywhere in the marriage and see where it might be a little unzipped. There's some seams showing. Are there? Are there seams showing in the marriage? Are there reasons, have there been reasons or, or things that has occurred in the past that would lead him to be so insecure that he wants to be a leash to you, <laughs> right? He wants to be anchored to you. What's going on? I want you to, I really, you know, want you to reflect on those things because that can make the difference and be the space of why he's feeling these emotions. <coughs> of just why he's feeling these emotions, okay? So I want you to really sit and do some reflecting on the relationship. I don't want you to rush this conversation. I want you to think about everything in the marriage, why he feels this way. I don't know if there's been uh, infidelity in the marriage, even, even on his part, okay? Sometimes we're a little guilty of something and we, and we throw out those emotions to other people because we're the ones that's you know, not doing the right thing, right? So I, I want you to take a look all around the relationship and start poking around, maybe in places that you, you aren't, you find yourself normally. Start looking around at everything, okay? Because this conversation might spark something that will go in another place but that starts with, with this class reunion, okay? So uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that could happen, fall out of this thing, shake out. And I want you to be prepared for it by looking at the relationship and being very honest with yourself at what you're seeing, okay? And be very honest about going back in history, what has occurred between the two of you that he feels this way, Okay. And again, I want to preface it. It had me not have anything to do with you. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. And then proceed. Have the conversation. Give him, uh, he may want to think about it because he may, you know, be like, wow, okay, I hear you. I've had, sometimes we shoot off things without really giving it much thought. Give him the time to sit and think about it and then see what he says. Maybe he's been thinking about it 
over the past week or so. And he might, you know, come back with some things to you that might, you know, really surprise you. It's amazing what happens with people when we can just stand back for a minute and think about what's been said, think about the actions before we proceed into a place that we regret, <laughs> right? Really. Before we proceed, you know, to a place that, that we're, we are regretful about, you know, the decisions that we've made and that we were so hasty with not a lot of thought, okay? Especially with something that is so special as this to you. This really is a special event. And quite honestly, I would hate to hear that you didn't go Really, I would hate to hear that. Okay, so whatever you guys end up doing, I hope that he is able to um, come together with you and be able to empathize with where you're at and how important this is to you. Okay, sometimes we have to negotiate things with our partners that we feel as an, as an independent person. I don't have to negotiate that with you. That's not up for bargaining. And sometimes in smart marriages, you bargain with them anyway because it makes them feel good. It does. It's part of the partnership. It's part of the marriage. It's part of the reason why people sign these papers, <laughs> right? And we could negotiate and we want to make both partners comfortable and happy. And these are also the same reasons why a lot of people don't want to get married because they always want to be able to say, this is my freedom, this is my life, and it's independent, and I do as I choose to do when, when, when I please, when I want to, okay? And those people don't, don't want to be married. They don't want to be tied down to anybody, okay? See what happens here, okay? I wish you the very best. I do believe when you wrap up something and embrace it uh, with kindness and understanding, that a sensible, okay, human being will be able to hear something even if he doesn't respond immediately. He may not say anything or want to give you a decision in, in either direction right away. But give him some time and let, give him something to think about, okay, that he can go away with it on his mind and how beautiful you were, okay? I don't know also how far this class reunion is. Okay, you didn't indicate, is it an out-of-state event? You know, is it a 10-hour drive? Is it a plane ride? I, I don't know. <clears throat> because I don't know that, I don't know if he's concerned about your safety, security, that, he's your, he, that he is your wall, right? He's your guard, all right? If that's the case, is there any negotiation that he can be there but not go into the party? Maybe stay back in the hotel room. That's a, it's, it's, just, it's a negotiation. Let's see what we can come up with here. That you both go, but you, only you go to the party. And then you get, you get in and you're, you know what I mean? I don't know. You have to think about that, what you want to do, what you feel comfortable with. But it's something to, to talk about. I don't know, because he could also be worried about that, Okay. All right, I'm going to wrap it up, and I, uh, I'm wishing you the very best, you know, and I tell you what, sometimes it doesn't always come out really good when people sort of are, are, are sort of pushy like that. Um, it's, it's, 
it's one of those things. It's a good thing that somebody really wants to stand by you like that and be that strong and that wall for you. And, 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 and sometimes it's, it's not a good thing when you just need a little, you need a little room, yes? A little space, yes? But I think it's great that he cares that much. See what happens out of the conversation, okay? All right, people. It's a beautiful <laughs> Friday afternoon. I hope you got something planned. If it's nothing, just to relax, have a great time, and be loved by somebody, okay? Who loves you, baby? Be loved by somebody is what I'm going to ask you, yes? Get in with some people who care about you, who love you, and have yourself an amazing weekend. Until next time, good night.